It never fails when I see somebody come down and they come up a new creature being down in the depths of sin and I see them come up, hallelujah, washed, sanctified, justified. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God. Paul said, and such were some of you, but now you're washed. You're sanctified. You're justified. Glory to God. Hallelujah. What a, what a position to be in. Glory to God. Thank you, musicians. Glory to God. I want you to turn, if you will, this First Chronicles, the fourth chapter. Go to begin reading in the ninth verse. I preached this the other day in chapel, and I was going to go in a different direction, had another thought that the Lord had been giving me throughout the last few days, but then I just felt led of the Lord, Brother Jared, to preach this again. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I tied a little bit different, but it doesn't matter. I just I wanted to get a little different uh, take on it. Hallelujah. Because I feel like the Lord has got something for somebody here today. Glory to God. Hallelujah. First of all, I want to say thank you so much for those who prepared meals. The meal out here was just tremendous. And uh, thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts uh, as a family. And it was so good to see the, uh, the care that was taken for all of our visitors that came. And thank you so much for my church family. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Pastor, you got a good church family here. Glory to God. And it took care of things. And Thank you so much for uh, taking care of us and taking care of the needs and the food. Just, uh, I, I just, I was amazed. Glory to God. But then, you know, that's what family's for. Say amen. amen. Take care of the needs. Oh, glory to God. Thank you so much. And I want to say again, I appreciate me and Sister Tammy do all the care that's been taken for us uh, here in the home, coming and helping clean and and sanitize and do different things and all the food that's been brought in. And and guess what? It's coming Tuesday, day after tomorrow. Glory to God. The Lord willing, it'll be all be over. Glory to God. Hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. Been a long road. Been a long road. Hallelujah. But I, I've told you to tell me throughout this cancer, this trip that we've had with cancer, the Lord has met the need time after time. After time again. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I, tell you, I, I, just, I can't say, say thank him enough for what he's done for us. All oh, glory to God. The best thing I know is just do my best with what he's given me. It's been our motto from the beginning. Can you say amen? Do the best you can with what you have where you're at now. Glory to God. Do the best you can with what you have where you're at right now. Glory to God. And so we're trying to do that as we go here and looking forward uh, to what God has for this church. Amen. How many want to be a part of what God's going to do for this church? Amen. Glory to God. I'm going to tell you something right now. That desire that our brother sung about a while ago, that's, that is a product of the Spirit. Oh, glory to God. Listen, emotions are a product of the flesh, but desire, oh, hallelujah, it's my desire to serve Him. It's my desire Glory to God. I sure thankful for the blood that the sister sung about a while ago. There is power in that blood of Jesus Christ. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. First Chronicles, the fourth chapter. And let's begin reading at the ninth verse, tenth verse. And Jabez was more honorable than his brother. And his mother called his name Jabez, saying, Because I bear him with sorrow, 
And Jabez called on the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that thou wouldest bless me indeed, and enlarge my coast, that thy hand might be with me, and that thou wouldest keep me from evil, that it may not grieve me. And the Lord granted him that which he requested. Glory to God. What a request to be granted. Can you say amen? amen. Hallelujah. I want, you, I want you to, I want to draw your attention to that word. And Jabez was more honorable than his brethren. He was more honorable than his brethren. Glory to God. What, and that word honorable means to, to make heavy. To make heavy. If you look it up in the Hebrew, it means to make heavy or to carry weight. To carry weight. And if I had a title, again, this message, I would put this, this, uh, this emphasis on the prayers that carry weight with God. How many of you know that in your time of trouble, in your time of need, that you want God to listen to your prayers? How many of you want God to pay attention whenever you're at your crisis and you're at the point of your life where you, you know you can't do anything about it, but you, you fall out on your knees, you want God to hear you. Glory to God. You want your prayers to carry weight. Oh, glory to God. That's what the Bible's meaning here when it says he was more audible or, or that his prayers carried more weight than all of his brethren. You got 40-some names here, if I'm not mistaken, uh, that they lived, they died, they lived, and then all of a sudden, out in the middle of nowhere, Jabez jumps out. He said he was more honorable. But it wasn't, it wasn't necessarily because maybe he was better or he had more prestige or he had more position but I believe with all my heart it was his prayer that that separated him from all the other ones can you say amen it was his prayer and I want to mention five things here tonight if the Lord will help me let us bow our heads Father we love you we thank you so much we thank you Lord for your presence that we felt throughout this service we thank you Lord for the blood that our brother talked about or sung about we thank you Lord for the desire that our brother sung about. We thank you, dear old Lord, that the blessings of God follow those, Lord, who pray that prayer, who live that life. Lord, who walk the walk, who worship, Lord, in spirit and truth. We pray, dear Lord, here tonight, Lord, that you would touch our hearts. Lord, touch these lips of clay. I pray, dear Lord, let us be an oracle of God tonight. Let us, Lord, satisfy the Father. Oh, dear God, let your sweet Holy Ghost come down in such a way that you would settle in every heart. Be us around these altars. Don't, don't let us leave the way we came. In Jesus' holy name we pray. And everybody said amen. Glory to God. You may be seated. Hallelujah. I remember uh, listening to, reading a, a little prayer by a child that said, Lord, I want you to take care of daddy. Lord, I want you to take care of mama. Lord, I want you to take care of brother. And I want you to take care of sissy. The little boy said, Lord, I want you to take care of yourself because if you go down, we're all sunk. We're all sunk. Oh, glory to God. I'm going to tell you something right now. The Lord's not going to go down. Can you say amen? Oh, hallelujah. His mercy endureth forever. Oh, glory to God. That word honorable, to make heavy, to carry weight. There are certain 
people in the Bible whose, whose prayers uh, carry weight. Glory to God. Here on the earth, I remember uh, many a times as a child sitting at the feet of my mother on the floor or maybe laying on the floor. My mother would get anointed. The Holy Ghost would come upon her. And we knew we was going to be in for the long haul. But somehow I could never fall asleep. The reason why she was getting a hold of heaven, she pressed through that breaking point. I know that we run into a wall. Sounds like sometimes your prayer hits the ceiling. Sometimes you hit that wall, Brother Matt. Dear Lord, but I'm here to tell you something right now. We can bust through that wall here tonight. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. It's that desire that takes us past that point of no return. Dear God, and God can bless us and we find that secret place. Under the shadow of the Almighty. Oh, glory to God. There are certain people that their prayers carried so much weight. You will realize that in, in Daniel's uh, certain situation when he prayed, the Bible said for 21 days he never got an answer. But his prayer did carry weight. When the angel fought through all the resistance, he came to Daniel and he said, you know what? We heard you the first time. Hallelujah. Oh, Daniel. I remember that old song that says like, like this. Oh, Daniel, he was a good man. He prayed night and day when the angels opened up the windows just to hear what Daniel had to say. Oh, Daniel, he was a good man. He prayed night and day. He prayed. I thank my God. I'm in his care. Oh, Lord, I am in his care. In my Savior's care, oh, I am in his care. In my Savior's care, King Jesus got his arms wrapped all around me. No evil thought can ever harm me. Thank God. Thank you, Lord, that I'm in his care. Aren't you glad he's in, 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 you're in his care? Glory to God. Daniel opened up the window three times a day, and his prayers carried so much weight. Take a look, if you will. Rerun re, re time to, to hundreds of years ago as several prophets, historians say somewhere around 800 prophets that were dancing before Baal. They cut themselves. They screamed. They cried. Oh, dear God. They rent all the emotions that you could rent and nothing happened. The Bible said the heavens that were silent. There was no answer from the God that they cried out to but take a look at a man hallelujah that the old time prophet he said I want you to water down the trough I want you to water down the sacrifice over and over and over they watered down the sacrifice and he prayed a little over a 60 word prayer and the fire fell from heaven and consumed the sacrifice you see brother Davis what was it his prayers carried weight his prayer carried weight oh glory to God Hallelujah. I want you to notice that Jabez did not ask for what he wanted. Jabez did not ask for what he wanted. Glory to God. He asked the Lord for what he needed. He asked the Lord for what he needed. Oh, glory to God. I want you to realize in the text, the Lord, first of all, asked for grace. Glory to God. Notice in the in the 10th verse, he said that, oh, that thou wouldest bless me indeed. Glory to God. Grace is an undeserved favor from God. Can you say amen? 
Glory to God. This, this indicates this man that was a, a grown man praying this prayer. There was no joy in his life. Hallelujah. He was born in pain and sorrow. He had nothing to offer God but this prayer. Oh, glory to God. But himself. Glory to God. But he asked the Lord to give him only what the Lord could give him. Glory to God. He had nothing to offer. Matter of fact, historians say and commentaries say that his father was probably not around. He was a man that was born maybe to a single mother. And he's born in pain and sorrow. And so his mother names him instead of the, the custom of the time to, for the father to name him. So he has nothing to fall back on. But thank God he has a prayer. Glory to God. Thank God he has a desire to hear from God. Listen to me. All you need is a need when you come around these altars and you have a desire to touch the throne. Dear God, God will answer. God will answer. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Oh, what thou wouldest bless me. I want you to notice here in the second thing that he wanted. He wanted from God. His prayer said, Lord, I want you to enlarge my coast. Enlarge my coast. What does he mean? He said, Lord, I need growth. I need growth. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Many times we go through life, we get at ease in Zion. Prosperity, I would say, has been ruining the, the modern day church. We're at ease just to come and let ourselves be entertained. I believe it's A.W. Tozer that said entertainment has become the devil's substitute for real godly joy. Oh, glory to God. Are you listening to me, church? Hallelujah. He said, Lord, I want you to enlarge my coast. Lord, I need growth. I don't just need your grace, but I need your growth. Hallelujah. Lord, I'm restricted to a small space. Lord, I'm restricted maybe by my position in life. Oh, but Lord, I can call upon your name. Hallelujah. I can't get it from this one. I can't get it from that one. There ain't no program that's able to help me, but I'm, Lord, I'm calling on you for growth in my life. I'm calling on you for growth in my life. Hallelujah. You know what he was telling the Lord? He was telling the Lord, my desire is larger than the space I'm in. Glory to God. How many of you have a desire for the Lord and die to enlarge you? Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's important, church. It's important that we don't stay the same. One guy put it this way. We're not saved to sit, soak, and sour. We're not saved to sit soaking sour. Oh, glory to God. But we are saved to grow. That little baby that I held today, Sister Darla, has got in her arms. As I held that little baby, you know, she's cute as she can be. But if she didn't start growing, we would wonder. There may be something wrong with her. Can you say amen? Dear God, we need to ask ourselves, Lord, have we grown any larger from the time, this time last year, from the time that the time fell back like it did last night. Have I grown in you? Can people see growth in my life? Can the pastor see growth in my life? Are you moving in me in a larger way? Oh dear God, the Lord needs to put some of us in a large place. Hallelujah. 
He needed growth. I'm restricted to this small space. I'm limited in my space. His desire was larger than the present space that he was in. Lord, help us to grow. I want you to realize in the text, notice what Jabez asked for. He needed guidance. He needed guidance. He said, that, oh, that thy hand would be with me, that thy hand would be with me. The Bible said the steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. Can you say amen? The steps of a good man are ordered by the Lord. Oh, listen to me. There's times whenever I've had my grandkids, had my children, have been in a public place, place where there was a lot of people that were all around, dear God. But I want you to know, I, I, I was in a place like that here a while back. My son, we was in a restaurant. My grandson, that little rooster, he reached up. He was all around. He was showing me everything, you know, all the different that had great big old candy bars. They had the great big old chocolate kiss, the giant one. I told him, I said, that looks like the biggest one in the world. Oh, glory to God. He was going through, showing me. All of a sudden, it got crowded. Everybody, a big group come in, and the first thing I felt was him right up against me, seeking this hand. Oh, hallelujah. I want to tell you something. My dad wrote a song that says, let me hold your hand, Lord, through this wicked land. Guide me through the sinking sand. There's all kinds of snares there's all kinds of seeking sand but the Lord is able to deliver us out of them all can you say amen hallelujah not only did he ask for guidance all glory to God but he asked for guardianship I want you to notice here he said keep me from evil keep me from evil he did not say keep evil from me he said keep me from evil Oh, hallelujah. Are you with me here? Glory to God. It's important that we have his will in our life. We need his guidance. We need his guardianship. Glory to God. But I want to warn you here about one thing, and that is this. He will only keep that which is committed into his hands. Are you with me? Hallelujah. Oh, I found that a long time ago. The Lord gave us, gave me a gift of music, and it's a gift. I realize it. It comes from God. Hallelujah. I can take and use it for my own glory. Listen to me. I've seen many of them do it. You would be surprised at the people that are country and western, rock and roll, pop, all different kind of entertainers that are out there that started in the house of God, that started in the choir, but now they're using it for their own glory. Hallelujah. But there are some that I've been able to meet and I've been able to know that use their talent for the glory of God. Hallelujah. And the Lord anointed them. Why? It's committed to his hands. It's committed to his hands. God will only keep, God will only guard that which is committed to into his hands. And I want you to notice the last thing that I want to bring out here tonight is this. Jabez not only asked for guardianship, but he asked for the goodness and mercy of the Lord. He asked for goodness and mercy. Oh, hallelujah. I want you to realize here, he said that it may not grieve me. Not, not right now, but he's talking about future tense. That it may not 
grieve me. Glory to God. You know what he's saying? He said, you know what, Lord? I know right now I'm in a place of pain. Lord, I know I'm in a place of sorrow. Lord, I know I'm in a small space. But Lord, if you'll lead me and guide me, I know if I take the right steps that the goodness and mercy of God is going to follow me wherever I go. Hallelujah. Aren't you glad for his goodness and mercy that follows those who commit their lives into his hand? Glory to God. In other words, what he was saying, I'm going to move from my pain into your potential. Glory to God. I want you to notice in verse number uh, 22 in the 10th chapter of Proverbs, the Bible said that the blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich, and he addeth no sorrow with it. Glory to God. The blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich, and it addeth no sorrow with it. Oh, glory to God. I come to let you know if you feel like a loser, if you feel like somebody that's not going anywhere, you feel like you're spinning your wheels, all you've got to do is pray the right prayer. Pray for what you need. Don't pray for what you want. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. God wants to bless this church. God wants to bless you as an individual, but he must have your consent must have your consent. Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Maybe you might be feel like that you're destined for pain. You're destined for sorrow. Oh, hallelujah. But if you pray the right prayer and you ask the God to give you what you need, not what you want. Oh, dear God. I had one young lady that told me, she said, Brother Davis, I sure hope the Lord don't come before I get married. <laughs> Sister, I would ask Kelsey, have you been praying that kind of prayer? <laughs> I can get her. She's my granddaughter. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Listen to me. We can ask for what we want. But I got news for you. If you ask for what you need, God will give you what you want. Oh, glory to God. God will give you what you need. He'll give you what you want. Glory to God. You know why? Because your desires become his desires. His desires become your desires. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You can think God's thought. You can speak that thought. Oh, in the name of Jesus. And the Holy Ghost will do the work. Can you say amen? Oh, glory to God. Hallelujah. What he needed. He, when he asked for what he needed, God gave what he wanted. Oh, glory to God. Listen to me. There are, these are prayers that carry weight. Glory I want you to know you need to ask. When we come around these altars, ask God for his grace. Ask for his grace. You know, when we come around these altars, dear Lord, there's some of you I know that are going through. I know several people right now that are hurting. Glory to God. But you know what they're crying out for, Brother, Brother Jared? They're crying out for his grace. Hallelujah. You know what I've, I've told you before, that mercy, you're not getting what you deserve. Mercy is not getting what you deserve. But grace is getting what you don't deserve. Hallelujah. I don't deserve. I don't deserve. Hallelujah, Sister Tammy. I don't deserve some of the blessings that God has put our way here lately. Dear God, I've been overwhelmed. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God. Would you, I'm on what? By his mercy, I am. I'm undone. Oh, that, that word stuck out to me. I'm undone by his mercy. Glory to God. It renders me helpless. I can't thank him enough for all he's done for me. Oh, hallelujah. Glory to God. I looked up that word indeed. I, I read this first, first line and it said, 
Oh, that thou wouldest bless me. And then it said, indeed. I thought, strange. I've heard that before, but I thought I, 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 something drew me to that word, so I looked it up. And it means that whenever you say something, you're emphasizing something that's been written before. You're emphasizing something that's written before. So in other words, that word indeed is emphasizing either thou or maybe the phrase that thou wouldest bless me. That thou wouldest bless me indeed. Glory to God. The subject here is thou. What he wants to ask is bless me. You know, and so, and so we, we, we got to take a look. And, and all of a sudden the Lord revealed to me here this afternoon as I was praying about this message. He said, you know what? What he's trying to say there is bless me in such a way that I'll know that it had to be you. Bless me in such a way that I don't know it had to be you. You come over here crying and out of your car, you're crying. Glory to God. But here years later, you don't owe a dime on a house. Glory to God. All you got to do is pay the taxes. Glory to getting higher every day. Glory to God. But you know what? All you got to say, you know what? Lord, I know it had to be you. It had to be you. It wasn't me. I, I, I was helpless. I'd done spent all the thing I had. I'd done everything I could to the house. And all of a sudden, it's gone. Oh, but here later I can stand back and I can say, Lord, you've done what only you can do. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. I don't know about you. The doctor said you'll never walk on that leg again. We want to cut it off below the knee. I come to let you know God done what only he could do. <laughs> Hallelujah. I, I had a wreck. I should have been killed. No way to pay the bills. But God done what only he could do. Listen to me, children. God wants to bless you in such a way. Hallelujah. But you got to ask what you need. God will give you what you want. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. Let's all stand to our feet. I've done my best to preach to you here tonight. Glory to God. There's some of you here. You're saying, you know what, Brother Davis, I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it. I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it. Dear Lord, I'm in, a, I'm in a small place. I'm in a small place. Lord, I need your grace. Lord, I need your grace. Lord, I need guidance. Lord, I need guardianship. Oh, dear God. Hallelujah. Lord, love me enough. You know, some of you had, have, have been confronted with different things, and I want to challenge you here tonight. If somebody confronts you, and you start on your way in eternity to hell and somebody confronts you, that person is your best friend. That person is your best friend. I talked to a man one time, and this man told me, he said, I raised several daughters. <laughs> and he said, you know, I was of the modern-day kind of philosophy, just let, let their children grow up, do what they want to do. And he said, I watched this one by one. They made shipwreck out of their life. They made shipwreck out of their life. He said, finally, it came down to the last daughter. And he said, my oldest daughter was frustrated because I didn't say, I just, her younger daughter was going down the same road that the oldest daughter. And the oldest daughter came to me and she said, Dad, when I started going in the wrong direction, 
She said, why did you try to stop me? Why did you try to stop me? Let me say this. It's important. God sends warning signs. God sends roadblocks to try to get us to turn around when we start doing things our own way. But I, I've come to let you know that we need to ask God, Lord, you know what I have needed before that I even ask. You know what I have needed before I even ask. You gotta ask the right things. God, God wants to give you a reference point that you've been pointing back here tonight. God wants to give you a reference point that you can point to back to. I remember reading the story. I told the children the other day about a man named Ben Hooper. Ben Hooper was a boy that was born in a, in a home with no father. And back in those days, it was a, there was a stigma that carried that a child carried if they had, didn't have a father, being raised by a single mom. And so this boy carried this stigma. He said, you know, whenever the kids would go out to play, he said, I would go by myself. I'd go around the corner because he said they'd make fun of me, call me names. He said, I was always put down, always looked down on. And he said, I, I told, you know, I, I, I went to church, but he said, I would always, you know, arrive late. I'd always leave early. He said, but at 12 years old, he said, we got a new pastor. And he said, that new pastor got the notice and you know how I come early. I'm had, I come late. I left early, rather. And he said, the pastor wanted to get, you know, find out the reason why. And so he made the altar call and he slipped around and he met little Ben as he come out of the church. And he grasped him by the shoulder. He said, son, who are you? He said, whose son are you anyway? He said, all of a sudden, he felt the shame flood his heart again. And he said, I knew, I just, I just felt like that maybe here was somebody else, even our new pastor now, was going to be able to maybe say something or look down on me. And he said, all of a sudden, the pastor snapped his finger. He said, well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I know who you are. You are a child of the king. Glory to God. You are a child of the king. Son, you have a great inheritance. Now, son, go out and claim that inheritance. Oh, hallelujah. He said it was a turning point in my life. He said he didn't give me what I wanted. I just wanted to be in online. But he said he gave me a turning point in my life. He gave me what I needed. He let me know that my place in Jesus Christ gave me power to become a son of God. And later on, this same man became the governor of the great state of Tennessee. Glory to God. I don't know what you're needing here today, but God knows what you need. You may have many wants. You may have many aspirations. You may want to do great things in your own world. You know what? I can look back on my own life. At 17 years old, Sister Tammy, I was filled with the Holy Ghost, as the brother said, as, as the pastor's already said, beside the road. But I had my own aspirations. I had my own plans. God was dealing with me then. But I didn't have the foresight to take a look at the future and say, you know, pray this kind of prayer that he prayed. I went on my own merry way. And finally, at 39 years old, I finally answered that call that God had been waiting for me to answer for all those years from the time I was 17 
to the time I was 39. Let me say this to you right now. God is calling your name. God has a wonderful future planned for you. He has great plans for each and every last one of you. He has great plans for each and every last one of you. I want to challenge you here tonight. Find that divine calling that God has for your life. Every head bowed, every eye closed. I'd like to ask you here tonight. I'm not going to ask you to lift your hand. I'm going to ask you to step out of your chair right now and say, you know what? I'm going to claim what God has for me here tonight. I'm tired of just living on my wants. I want to come to this altar and I want to ask God, Lord, you know what I have needed. Before I even ask, I'm going to ask you, Lord, for your, first of all, for your mercy. Then I'm going to ask for your grace. Hallelujah. Lord, grace at the cross is unconditional. Hallelujah. Grace at that cross is unconditional. How many of you would like to find that place in God? Hallelujah. He wants to meet your need. What need do you have here tonight? God wants to meet you at this altar. Glory to God. God wants to meet you at these altars. Hallelujah. Oh, glory to God. God 